from digitiki.com. He's been turned into a zombie. Oh, a terrible a zombie. Oh, what's a zombie? What's a zombie? Well, it's a, rather, you see, you take five jiggers of rum and then some <laughs> cooling ice and <laughs> Why do you ask? Well, the professor's just been turned into one. Oh, well, let's go see. Maybe we could do something to help. Yes, we could bring a couple of tall glasses. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Welcome to the Quiet Village, folks. We have a special episode here in the hut. We have Kirby. A, a Kirby. A, I was going to say accomplished artist Kirby. And we also have accomplished artists of the audio kind, Mr. Tikiaki himself. Jim Baki is here, and we are here to talk about the November 20th Gilligan's Island show that's coming up with the Tikiaki Orchestra. It's going to have all kinds of art and music from Gilligan's Island. And the uh, November 21st Tonga Hut Gilligan's Island show art opening. But first, uh, Digitiki, um, <laughs> I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. And I, so this is I. a great honor for me to be in the Quiet Village. And I brought you something right off of the walls of the Rumpus Room, my home bar. Awesome, dude. That's friggin' cool. It's a little tribally tiki mask. With can... two skulls. I got a fascination with skulls. That is awesome. That if you is don't like it, really cool. If you don't like it, you awesome. can exchange it at the Rumpus Room gift shop. No way. The, <laughs> and the hours are Tuesdays after 5 o'clock, right? Exactly. Right. Every Tuesday we meet, yes. The Rumpus Room. All right. So let's start off with some tunes. And I'm going to let you pick it, Kirby, since uh, you're the curator of the art show. Uh, well, since we're... Um, since we're in the Gilligan's Island theme, we're doing a Gilligan's Island Tiki-Yaki Orchestra themed show, a Gilligan's Island themed art show at the Tonga Hut, we might as well start off with the Gilligan's Island theme song from the Perfect. show. And I'll give you ten bucks if you can name the band that recorded that. Uh, the... Ne'er do wells, <laughs> close. The Wellingtons. There oh, you go. Right. Leave it to the musician. As in beef, Wellington. So speaking of, beef, I did know that. Speaking of beef, when are we going to fire up the uh, Quiet Village uh, barbecue pit? Yes, and are we. Oh, which reminds me, we've got our mai tais here, everybody. That's right. All three of us. We've well, got. I have a beer as well. And he's primo. got a primo, which is a Hawaiian he's beer. Double fist in it. I so, like beer and mai tais. After we uh, after we do this episode, we're actually going to fire up the quiet village um, pit pit fire pit. We're going to cook humans. It's going to be a cannibal feast. Some long, long pig. Some long pig. There you go. All right, here we go. Gilligan's Island theme, the original by, well, which one should we do? The Professor and Marianne or I and think, the rest? I think that one's appropriate because we love all the characters and they weren't thought of in the very first episode. The first uh, season. The first season. The first season. Yeah, yeah, was first and the rest. They were just and the rest. That's right. They are not and the rest. And Mary They're very has too nice of a butt to leave out of the theme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Just-
Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. started getting rough, the tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The ship's aground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle, with Gilligan, the skipper too. The millionaire and his wife, the movie star, the professor and Mary Ann.
Mr. Jim Baki Tikiaki. That was a song called Poho Moku, which in uh, Hawaiian translates to Lost Island. That's my absolute favorite Tikiaki song. Hey, mine too. Well, it's my whole favorite album. And it's really easy to play. <laughs> but it's very cool exotica. It's very traditional Yeah, we call exotica. it in the Tikiaki camp, we call it the stoner song because it's <laughs> kind of stony. All right, and before that, you heard the Gilligan's Island theme, which was actually from the second and third season. Actually, you guys, if you don't know, there were only three seasons of Gilligan's Island. Which is amazing because 40 years of reruns. Plus a couple, plus a couple of uh, made-for-TV movies. That were pretty right. Bad. Globetrotters, <laughs> Jaja Gabor, I think. Was... She was actually on one of the episodes as Erica Tiffany Smith. <laughs> That's a pretty good howl. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's another little trivia. I'll give you guys a here's, a... here's a trivia thing. Who did the music... For Gilligan's Island, the, the, like the, the incidental score. I have no clue. I have no clue. John Williams. Really? The wow. John Williams. I, that has to have been his first thing. He can't have been like what? 12? <laughs> Is that the guy from Star Wars? The guy who did Star Wars wow. and Jaws and well, Raiders I mean, of the Lost Ark. That show was I, uh, they didn't, that show almost didn't even make the airwaves, so it was like the bottom of the TV chain is, if you were a scoring mm-hmm. guy. It was probably pretty like, oh, we got this show, whatever, we need some music we for We need some it. guy it's, cheap. It's got to be nautical and islandy. And That's another interesting thing because in 59, he recorded piano on Drasnin's voodoo record. Oh, well, that makes sense. He was the piano player. So, you know, back then, of course, he hadn't done too much. So, 59, and then Gilligan's was like, what, 60? 66 or something like that? 65, 66? We'll have yeah. to figure that. We'll have to look that one up on uh, Wikipedia. That might have been one of his first film scoring gigs. I watched it in the 80s. Right. All right. Yeah. So we're going to move on to some more tunes. Let's do another set of tunes, shall we? Yeah. I've got an island in the Pacific And everything about it is terrific I've got the sun to tan me, palms to fan me And an occasional man I've got an island, it's very lazy If I should ever leave it, I'd be crazy I've got papayas, beaches, sandy beaches And And in the cool of evening, it's a treasure. And when the hour grows later, what is greater than an occasional man? Surely the 
kind of cute Perhaps by your leave I can be your passion fruit My little island is such a beauty You may forget to heed the call of duty But if you give the slip to your ship Miss your trip, take a tip and blame An occasional
Okay, now we're, we are back with Kirby and Tikiaki. Kirby is the curator for the uh, Gilligan's Island theme show that the Tikiaki Orchestra is going to be doing November 20th. And, of course, Mr. Jim Baki, Tikiaki himself, is going to be playing it. So 
it's appropriate to have them both here. So, okay, guys, what's your favorite episode? We were just talking about this during the break. What's... Kirby. Well, I, mine is waiting for Watubi, where Gilligan digs up the uh, tiki god, Kona, and uh, the skipper thinks he's cursed the whole time, and they're trying to get him out of the curse. I mean, that has to be the best one. Look what I just dug up. Why, it's one of those ancient tiki gods. Right. It's Kona. Kona. The god of evil. This must be his ancient burial place. Whoever disturbs his rest is cursed forever. Tiki and Gilligan's Island mixed. That's there all. wasn't a lot of Tiki episodes, but that one had to be the best one. That is a good one. The yeah. skipper's funny in that one, too. Yeah. yeah. It's the curse of Coda. <laughs> Gilligan. Uh, I love that one, and as much of a Tiki file as I am, I like the uh, space episode when they try to... When the space, uh, the uh, the astronauts are flying over the island, and they make a big SOS out of logs on oh, fire, and they yeah. run Gilligan trips over it, and end up kicking the logs, and it's spelled Saul, <laughs> which is one of the names of the astronauts. Yeah, right. <laughs> that I think is my favorite one, and also because they make that great. The professor's trying to uh, transmit through their little radio to them, and they make a, a, an extra-powered sat- satellite with the, the four Maypole unicycle, and they all ride the, the wooden unicycles <laughs> around in a circle, and they speed it up. And That's just a classic. That and the, you know, the, the Mosquitoes episode is pretty cool. Um, and, the Mosquitoes. And then I, I want to tell you one of the episode I was kind of disturbing was one... There were some uh, natives, and they were looking for the, the island volcano uh, goddess, and they dressed up Gilligan in drag. <laughs> oh that, yeah, that was so disturbing to see Gilligan dressed up as a woman. It was, I, it was hard to see it through. You beautiful woman. You're not so bad yourself. Have you very much on my wine? Want you for myself? Throw dummy in volcano. Keep you for me. Make you my wife. It's kind of hard to sit through because John it's Denver so played a lot of different characters on that show. John Denver. John, John Bob Rocky Denver. Mountain High. Bob yeah. Denver. Bob Denver. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of my ties are kicking in. Here. And then there was one where he was carved on top of a tiki. His head was caught. Yes, the, yeah, there's the, another the tiki high, episode. The high man on the totem pole. There was another tiki episode with Don Rickles. You remember that one? Uh, he plays a prisoner. He, he kidnaps. Or, or uh, an escaped prisoner. Yeah, right. he kidnaps Marianne or Ginger or somebody. And the note he says... He kidnaps all of them. He does. Individually. It, the note says to leave the money in the mouth of the giant tiki. <laughs> and the howls have to crawl up this like 10 foot tiki to put the money in the mouth of the tiki. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, when we're talking about the uh, the mosquitoes episode, let's do a couple of the mosquitoes tunes. Let's do the one the mosquitoes do, and then the one that the the girls do, the honeybee. The, honey the, the mosquitoes, and I believe that the mosquitoes was played by the Wellingtons, who did the actual 
theme song as well. I think you're right. I think it was them. If I read that somewhere. Oh, really? That it really was the guys who performed the... I uh, did not know that. I didn't mean to step on your facts. No, no. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. So here we go. Here we're going to have here from the Wellingtons or the Mosquitoes. A.K.A. the Mosquitoes. Right. And then the Honeybees. The Honeybees. Wally. <laughs> He's a loser, ain't no mind what he says He's a loser, he's got rocks in both his heads He's a loser, he can't win, can't play the show He's a loser, and you know how much I hate to say I told you so But I told you so, you've been a good group and that uh, we're sure our next month here on the island is going to be just too much. Thanks. <laughs> a trio with a really, really big future. The girls with the, with the new sound and here they are, the honeybees.
Okay, so let's talk about the show since we got both you guys here who were basically the masterminds behind this show. November 20th at the Mayflower Club in North Hollywood is going to be the setting for a cool event. It's going to be Gilligan's Island themed Tikiaki show. And uh, Kirby here is the curator of all the art and the artists. You're you're um, correct. You're uh, getting all the artists together to do one of a kind Gilligan pieces, right? Right. Basically, um, I have loved Gilligan's Island since I was a kid. I think um, we all have. It yeah. is the reason why I got into tiki. Um, I was obsessed with it as a kid. I loved the bamboo, the tropical thing. I wasn't quite sure of tiki at that time, but the bamboo and tropical island thing and the comedy, it was just awesome for me. You know, so I started off by doing a painting of Gilligan's Island or Gilligan actually. And um which is very cool, I must say. Yeah, and uh it's in a looser style and uh but I had a lot of people responding to it and they loved it and I loved it. So I wanted to do a whole series of of Gilligan's Island art. And I actually wanted to do a one man show. Um but I realized that I'd probably be working for a year or two before I got all the pieces that I want to do. And um, I just thought of, you know, all my favorite artists in the tiki world I, that I would, you know, that could do this subject matter. And so I said, you know what, let's do an art show with all my favorite artists doing Gilligan's Island themed stuff. Jim... Uh, approached me and said, you know, I love Gilligan's Island too, and we want to do a Gilligan's Island themed music show. And so I said, let's... It was perfect. Perfect combo. Let's connect them. It's a weekend of Gilligan's Island. A weekend of the show we love, yeah. And then the the artists are going to be there showing off the art, and then after that, the next day, on Sunday... Basically, what's going to happen is Tikiaki is going to put on an awesome tikiaki show. There's going to be a costume contest. Mm-hmm. You know our favorite, uh, you know tiki vendors. What the uh, list? Yeah, you can. There we go. Here's the list <laughs> of vendors. Uh, Taboo Island, Kirby and Grog, of course. Tiki Diablo, uh, Tamakitty, Nelson's Tiki Hut. Go Tiki, Eric October, Bongo Fury, Tiki Ray, and Sven Kirsten will be selling books and he's got uh, he always has the best collectibles. He's he been actually in our shows has before. a replica of the Curse Kona Tiki from the episode. Yeah. Right, yeah, he's got, I guess. Waiting for Watubi. Yeah, he's got that one of the. Uh, that is made one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that's a great too. one. Um, so those are our vendors and. We're going to have a, you know, like you said, costume contest. And, uh, you know, we're going to deck the place out a little bit Gilligan style, make it look kind of cool and, you know, make it a real kind of, th- real themed type of thing. So you're walking into something. It's called the three hour tour. It's, so it's going to be an over the top show that only Tikiaki Orchestra can put on. We're all that age where 
We all came home from school and watched Gilligan's Island on reruns. I know I came home, and it was on one hour after I got home from school. The, the, the local station would play a half-hour show, and then I'd flip the station over to another one that would do another half-hour show. So I got an hour of Gilligan on two different yeah. channels. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, uh, funny, only three seasons, but it, it ran reruns forever. So you feel like you think there was ten seasons of it because you were a kid and you didn't realize it was just three Oh yeah. yeah. But what a what a great recently show. it's harder to find it on, on television. I yeah, they should stopped running the the older shows, which is a, a shame because at least it's on DVD, all three episodes. And there are a couple websites that uh, that have all the episodes, um, and you can get your fix. There's a couple commercials while you're watching it, but no big deal. Yeah, it's just like the old you kind of have to have the commercials to get that cool bumper music in between the yeah, yeah the bumper music, <laughs> which we've been playing here yeah. between our episodes, yeah, our chunks. <clears throat> so and when then well so that's the that's the November twentieth show and we will have an event pendant which is a miniature version of the curse kona tiki That's that awesome. gilligan that found so cool. in the thing yeah. carved by yours truly mm-hmm. so now you can all have bad luck yes <laughs> just like the brady bunch <laughs> yeah oh you have to tell that story of the brady oh, the, bunch oh, the brady tiki. bunch yeah i i, I got a one of the artists uh, was making Brady Bunch uh, pendant to uh, the tiki pendant, the famous uh, taboo tiki from the Brady. It Bunch. looked just like it. It was real good, and I wore it to our. We played the Crazy Al ten year anniversary show, and I wore it, and everybody in the band said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, it's, it'll be great." And uh, yeah, my pedal board broke during the show, <laughs> uh, so I, I promptly took it off, and we went about our merry way. And I got my pedal board to work, but. Uh, you were having a bad day that day. Well, just because of the the Brady. Team. But when you took that thing off, your pedal board started it worked working. again. Yeah, I got it going, and it didn't screw up the rest of the show. And uh, curse my the Brady friend Tiki. said to me, he said, "Secretly, you're happy that your pedal board broke down because, therefore, the Tiki actually does have evil powers." <laughs> so you didn't have you a tarantula in your knapsack. No. <laughs> I think I think Gilligan's Island was a much better show than Brady Bunch. But I love the Hawaii episodes of the Brady Bunch. It doesn't get better than that. For me. Speaking of Crazy Al, yeah, one of my all-time favorite artists is Crazy Al, and I thought that he would be the first person that I would ask to be uh, a part of the Gilligan's Island show. And so he is number one on my list, um, along with Big Toe. Tiki Tony, Matt Reese, Doug Horn, Bamboo Ben, Grog, Atomic Kitty, uh, a.k.a. Susanna Mosher, Eric October, MP, Dave Luzo, Steven Sandoval, Jason Salen, and Claudette from Fluff, Polynesiac, Kevin Galegli, Nelson's Tiki Hut, Tiki Diablo, Sam Gambino, Dave Warshaw, yours truly, Kirby, and Grog? possibly a, I had Grog in there Grog somewhere. In possibly Grog. a couple added on there, but so over twenty plus different artists. Doing that's some, and, and all of those artists are amazing artists, and so are you, Kirby. Thank you. So yeah, that'll be good, and that's gonna go with this. That's gonna open up at the Tonga Hut the following, the following night, the Sunday night. 
which is kind of cool because you can go into a, a real tiki bar that was built in 1958. You can sit in the dark lit have a killer Mai Tai, listen to some real exotica. Get some and good view, cocktails. Get some good cocktails and view all this killer art, which is going to be all over the place. That's awesome. So right. what are we doing next here? We're going to do another tune, I guess. Yeah, let's do another tune. Let's do some more tunes. Let's do a little mini set of Tikiaki. How about that? We'll do some stuff from the first album and some stuff from the second Sounds album. Sounds good to me. Okay. All right. here. So here's a mini set of the Tikiaki Orchestra. Right here on the Quiet Village. <laughs> I love that.
back with Kirby and Jim Tikiaki Baki. Kirby is an amazing artist, sculptor. Like you've done ceramic mugs, you've done paintings, you've done what? Well, I mean, you did. You built the rumpus room, so you've done like full-on interior. Well, you and Mister Baki helped me with that. We did. We did. Bit. I think I think Jim helped more than I did, but yeah, we, we put up our A-frame. I remember that. Yeah, that was that, uh, we had a hell of a time figuring out how to. Along with Tiki Mango and Tiki G. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about your art. You do amazing stuff, and you guys should see these paintings that he's done for the Gilligan thing. My favorite is the minnow. Yeah, the that one's really inspired piece. You know, it's it's uh, basically the minnow being uh, uh, tossed, tossed, tossed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I carve, I I paint, I try, I love tiki. You've done some amazing and and big tikis, like six feet or more. Uh, you know, I love the carving. My first love is painting. Um, you know, I started painting when I was late, really, uh, when I was 25. And uh, I just wanted to have tropical decor in my home. And, uh, you know, I found Tiki Central, the Book of Tiki. Um, I was inspired by, you know, Crazy Al, Bosco, Bosco. Tiki Tony, you know, those guys. Uh, ben Davis, you know, and I just, I, I kind of just wanted to do it all. So I've been carving, painting, and uh, just trying to spread Tiki as far as I can get it. Well, you have done it all. You've you've made pendants. You've made full-blown tikis. You've, you've done the interior, which is amazing. Every Tuesday night at the Rumpus Room, yes. oh, yeah. everybody gathers and we have cocktails. We're almost going on two years at the Rumpus that's, Room. That's awesome. We've had people come from Texas, up north, all over the place. Uh, Chicago... Detroit, yeah, and every week we have uh, you know uh, Hip Hip Ahula, uh, the bartender on Sundays and a couple other days at the Tonga Hut, and she is our bartender uh, at the at the Rumpus Room, and um, she will get you drunk, <laughs> but in a in a nice way. Her drinks are amazing. Yeah, she has a lot of good. She uses drinks. the Rumpus Room as like an invention. Like it's dungeon testing area ground. testing ground, testing yeah, ground, yeah, and it's uh, the skunk works of TV. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We, we tip, we bring room. booze. You know, yeah, everybody cool. brings you know, their, everybody brings a little something. Yeah. So. Something usually limes are the things we need the most. Yeah, it's just crazy. You know, a week, and, and it's weekly. We have the only time we've missed is two weeks. When I was having my son, Tyler, right. or I wasn't having him, my wife was. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, I didn't do much <laughs> well, of the work. Thanks for the fires, which were really close to you. The right? Yeah, we had fires, wow. you know. Even last week when it was pouring like crazy, we still had people at the rumpus room. Yeah. You, you may just have to make it an official bar. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> like Kelly legit- has told, she's told me the numbers on how much we would make if we were a legitimate bar. <laughs> Uh, I could probably take a couple uh, days off of my pool route. There you go. Yeah. 
I, I became a pool guy so I could be an artist. That's fantastic. All right, well, let's turn our attention now to Mr. Jim Tikiaki Baki. <laughs> Not only the leader of the Tikiaki Orchestra, but I would say the composer, I, you know, with the exception of, I think, only one song on the newest yeah. album, every song is an original Tikiaki. It's all original stuff. That That is amazing. Yeah, itself. we don't do covers. Well, not on our records anyway. We, we play them live. But yeah, so it's all original. We like to keep it that way. And, and I and I want to say this right now: you listen to this album, and when you first put the band together, there were people that were saying, "There's no way they can recreate that sound." I didn't think I could. <laughs> it's so layered, and there's bird calls, and there's all these percussion instruments. But it sounds it's the only way you can feel. As they did in the 50s and 60s when this music was actually popular. There's no way to have that feeling. Yeah. We like, you know, we like to try to, uh, not just be a band, you know, to be an, ex- ex- I guess, an experience. I guess, well, it's kind of a cheesy way to put it. But, you know, we want to take people back and give them the whole, the atmosphere, the whole thing. And, uh, dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. Yeah, <laughs> back, you know, back when people put on suits and ties to go out and <clears throat> drank great cocktails and listened to, you know, music. And <clears throat> it was a different time. And we try, yeah, it's an escape thing. And, and, uh. Well, who wouldn't want to spend their life, or at least an evening, on a tropical island? Right, and that's what we try to do. You know, we try to recreate that. That's one of the allures of tiki itself. Yeah, an escape. I mean, that's really what it was. You know, the original tiki uh, stuff that happened in the you know post World War II. It was all about escaping, you know, and I've heard Crazy Al say it, like, oh, guys, GIs from, you know, Cleveland would come back from the Pacific Islands in the World War II and... Turn up the heat? Yeah, go back to Cleveland and turn up the heat, and <laughs> they were freezing, and they created their own little tropical oasis in their basements, and, Well, you know, not to mention the Cold War. And, you know, businessmen, and, you know, they'd go to work their jobs and their suits, and they'd want to cut loose, and that's how they did it, and... Well, I know we're talking we're talking about tikiaki, but let's uh, you know that reminds me of something else that is a lost art. I think that is starting to come back a little bit is the themed restaurant or even yeah. the themed bar. You know, the- yeah, absolutely, man. I I, I think uh, I I grew up in New York and Long Island and. You know, Long Island had a lot of nautical restaurants. We didn't have too many tiki restaurants, but there was a lot of, you know, because we were, you know, Long Island. We were surrounded by ocean, lots of fish, lots of seafood places, you know, lots of places you walked into it and you thought you were on a ship. The restaurateurs would go out of their way to really give you an escapist type of thing. And now it's, you know, it's homogenized horribly. Mm -hmm. But, but um, yeah, so themed restaurants, yeah, anyway. <laughs> you got into Tiki, you, you know, when you got into Tiki, and in fact, if you guys want to, I, I actually interviewed you as the, the very, you were the third episode and the That's first right. interviewee on The Quiet That's Village. That's right. Um, so you can kind of hear how he got into Tiki, but um, let's talk about how you actually shaped Tiki. The Tikiaki Orchestra is when it was formed, was one of two 
or three exotica bands in the world yeah. that was new that was actually doing this for the first time. Yeah, I mean, modern. I think modern, yeah, modern. Yeah. I, I, you know, I definitely give props to Combustible Edison because they. I, I wouldn't say they were a full-on exotica group per se, but they certainly had a lot of exotica. Uh, you know, tunes, you know, the ones without vocals and yeah, you know, they it was were actually broken up by the time you guys formed. Yeah. They, you know, they were, you know, early to mid 1990s, kind of part of that lounge revival and part of the swing revival and Don Tiki, of course, you know, they Don came Tiki. along and they, they did it. And then there was Waitiki and maybe one other, I can't even think of anybody else. There was, you know, the Blue Hawaiians. Blue Hawaiians. But they were more of a surf band, but they were very exotica. And that was my, that was kind of my gateway drug into exotica music was the Blue Hawaiians. And you got one of the original yeah, members. Yeah, I went out and I lassoed Gary. And <laughs> I had him actually play on one of my old records with my old band. But Blue Hawaiians, the Vanduras, his great solo record with his son. That is an amazing album. In the Dark. One they are favorite. working on a new one, too. So hopefully oh, we'll good. see that sooner than later. And he's a, you know, he's a, he's a legend of steel guitar. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> He really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's let's do some Blue Hawaiians and some Vanduras with Gary Br- and then a Tikiaki Orchestra. Let's do a three-song set of Gary Brandon. Yep. All Sounds right. good to me.
Surf Guitar and Exotica really... They weren't together ever, really. No, they hadn't been put together. Yeah, they did Surf kind of came along after Exotica, and I always say that Surf was kind of Exotica's punk rock little brother playing in the garage. Um, but, but they do fit together. They fit really together nice. great, and, and steel guitar wasn't really part of ex- the Exotica sound either, and it never occurred to me. I just thought, well, I'll put steel guitar in this. It sounds right. Um, and yeah, as it developed, it turned into, you know, what I I think Tigiaki kind of has an original sound now because of those combination of elements. The interesting thing is, and we have our feral dog here on the island barking (laughs) in the background Um, you guys do something now when when I DJ uh, a a tiki themed or that kind of event I'll, I'll mix surf music real deep exotica and lounge music and Hawaiian and Hawaiian and they mix Perfectly, you can play one of each of those genre songs back to back from each other, and they fit perfectly. And you guys have actually taken those four genres and actually melded them together. Yeah, I, you know, I think all of those genres creates the whole tiki experience. Yeah. It's a it's a backdrop, as or as Martin Denny would say, he called it um, window dressing. Window dressing. And, uh, I always, you know, it's funny. I always thought of the band as, it's, it, it, it was weird because after the first few shows, like people actually wanted to watch us, and that kind of tripped me out the hardest because I thought, well, I figured we would just play and create this kind of atmosphere, and people could kind of socialize and hang out. But we, people started to want to get a table in front of the band and watch the band, and that's the biggest compliment of all because we are playing background music essentially. Um, and As it's, a it's huge me. fan of the Tigiaki Orchestra, there's no way it's background music anymore. <laughs> this is the well, foreground music of our whole uh, scene. The right interesting now. thing is, it's it, like the soundtrack to our Tiki community. You have such a diverse collection of followers. You have teenagers. Who come to your shows? Yeah, kids like us. You got their wild. parents. You even have their grandparents who originally bought Martin Denny records when they were yeah, when they I've, were adults. I've heard that from a few people. Like I, a guy I know in Hawaii, whose mom is probably eighty, and said he had our record on, and said, "Are you listening to Martin Denny?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> this is you know." The, Wow, I thought it was Martin Denny. So that you know, that's a cool compliment. And my son's great grandmother absolutely loves you guys, mm-hmm. and she owned a record store back in the '60s. No, and kidding. she listened to all those records. Oh. And she <laughs> she she um, shows you guys off to her friends, and so we're fun for all ages. That's yeah. it. We're fun for kids uh, three and up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Matter of fact, the same great grandmother. Uh, we were coming home from Tiki Oasis a few years ago. We, we stopped by her house to say hi, and she was digitizing all of her family photographs uh, from years and years. She had a uh, photograph of um, her and her uh, late husband on a, like a cruise ship with lays and stuff. And I started looking through those things because I'm like, oh, this interests me. The next one over was her giving an open mouth kiss 
to Don Ho. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're about to... You have that hanging, you have that hanging in the rumpus room. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so I'm like, you're not shredding this picture. <laughs> so I grabbed it, and she's like, okay. It's you a know. good thing you got there when you yeah. did. And, That's uh, classic. That yeah. is. I gave her a, a Tikiaki album, and ever since then, she she's fallen in love with them. <laughs> um, I was into punk ska, heavy metal, hip hop, whatever. I had no exotica on my radar. But you know what's I interesting? I found on a, a actual snowboard video <laughs> in about nine, 94 <laughs> Combustible Edison and uh, it was it was so awesome. They were, they did like the uh, the credits on the end of the video and I heard the music I was like this is the greatest thing I've ever heard and so we went searching through the credits and with the VHS tape and paused it on when it flashed by and found the name of the band went to the music store they didn't have it of course (laughs) we had to order it you know I got the tape and I've been listening to them ever since. Combustible Edison. Cool, that I Swinger record is pretty cool. I Swinger is a really yeah, great album. And you use it for your uh, your opening? I do. The theme from The Quiet Village is called The Theme for the Tiki Wonder Hour. Yeah. Good tune. And they also did the uh, uh, soundtrack for the movie Four Rooms. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. I have to pick that up. Uh, cool. Quentin Tarantino did part of it, and uh, it was a good, good movie. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino, some of the Tikiaki music sounds like it belongs on a Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, movie. Quentin Tarantino is a great advocate for surf music, and, yeah. and uh, that, and I'm sure he probably likes Exotica as well. You know, it's interesting you talk about punk. And, and exotic and stuff, which you think would be so far removed, but I'll tell you what's even more removed is industrial music and exotica. And I interviewed Jeff Chenault, who's a big exotica fan and actually a, an authority on exotica. He that's how he discovered Martin Denny was he was at a at a concert for um, oh what was the name of that band uh, yeah uh, Throbbing Gristle Throbbing Gristle yeah. which is very industrial you know grungy you never would ex- think of Exotica but they would play Martin Denny before the shows while the people were coming in they're both music designed to set a mood right right. Just but to do is just a different mood. A different mood. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I had never thought of it that way, but that's really what it does. It's like it's like soundtrack for a background. Right. You know, exotic is not something that you normally think of. You put it on and you sit and you, you listen intently and stare at the speakers. Yeah, people don't. It's generally not scrutinized. It's just, it's it's set a mood. It's mood for a tiki bar music. Yeah, you know? it's perfect for a tiki bar. Well, one of my all-time favorite uh, surf songs is from a band called the Truants. Comes off uh, uh, one of the Surf Creature compilations, mm-hmm. and they're probably just a bunch of kids in their basement in the '60s. They didn't really make it big. Um, but it's called Sunset Surf, and it's just one of my all-time favorite songs. It's real melodic and, and just experimental, and uh, it's just really cool. You know, I love it. All right, well, let's hear it. This is Sunset Surf from the Truants. All right. Thank you. 
So we're back now, and we we were just talking. All right, Ginger versus Marianne, the classic debate. Ginger all the way. As a kid, Ginger, but I see the appeal in Marianne as I got older. So I'm, I'm a still, Marianne guy I'm myself. Still a ginger. I think it's a, a McDonald's Burger King thing. You're either yeah. in the you're in the mood for McDonald's or you're in the mood for Burger King. She's a flirt. That's she's what just, makes Marianne kind of hot because she's that girl next door kind of look with a nice butt. Okay, but now I think, and I think there's plenty of tiki nerds out there, women that would make great Marianne's at the Tiki Yaki Orchestra yes. show. Hint, hint. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We want to see the short shorts. <laughs> yeah, about 20 years later, they were called Daisy Dukes. Yeah, she was doing the Daisy Dukes before Daisy Duke. She was Duke. the original Daisy Duke. That's right, and she even had the checkered like top. Mm-hmm. Right, and the pigtail. Right. Okay, now one of my favorite things in Gilligan's Island is the skipper was the only guy who looked directly at the, ca- the camera. <laughs> yeah. That is the funniest stuff. Now, I don't know if any of you guys listening have ever really paid attention to that, but it is the funniest stuff because whenever Gilligan would do something, the skipper would look right over to the camera, and he'd look at that camera and then just like take a breath, and you know that in his head he was thinking, are you guys believing this stuff? <laughs> I just It was the funniest yeah. stuff in the yeah. world. And no other characters looked at the camera. He was the the only one who did yeah. that. <laughs> you know, it's it's true. No one else did look at the camera. And 
I, I love the, the contraptions that the professor made. The contraptions yes. were... Those, those yeah. were just amazing. And that one little radio, he could turn that thing into like, <clears throat> you know, a, a, a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he would just, <laughs> well, if I turn yeah. these two diodes and, I, you know, we generate enough power, we can reach the space capsule via radio signal, you know, out of this little AM transistor crappy and radio. And they couldn't build a raft yeah. <laughs> that could get them into the shipping yeah, lines. Yeah. Growing up, I did want to make some weird contraptions with bamboo. And uh, it's it's actually now I've, you do I've, it as as a matter well, of actually of though art. I've tried to make things out of bamboo. It's not as easy as it looks. No, it's not. A, no. It's not an easy material. Yeah, to work that's on. why you should give the credit to one of our artists in the show, Bamboo Ben. He d- works magic with, with bamboo. bamboo. I don't know, Mister Howell's got bamboo golf clubs made out of bamboo and seashells and. Which we're going to have at the at the yeah, show, right? So, uh, the connection between Tiki and uh, um, Gilligan's Island is one of our favorite places to visit. Oceanic Arts. They yep. supplied most of the decor and all that stuff. All that stuff, you know, way back in the day, trendsetters. Uh, and they still do it. And yeah, and they they're do. still they're supplying still movies and. Yeah. And sets, yeah, and, you know, which is another thing. If you, if anybody out there listening, if you're ever in Whittier, California, you've got to stop by Oceanic Arts. Well, all of our mai tais are empty, and actually, Kirby's beer and his mai tai is empty. I've had a couple of beers. Yeah, here, I don't even that's have an empty mai tai. Let's I don't see. even have ice. Yeah. I don't even I have got the Iceland. little lime island floating in the So pond. we are going to sign off and we're going to fire up the uh, the quiet village emu. The emu. The, we're going to fire up the pit. pit and uh, have Listen. some seared animal carcass. <laughs> hey, thank you for having us. Oh, I'm glad you guys came. Yeah. So I want to tell everybody out there to visit digitiki.com where you can get a link to Tikiaki Orchestra's website which also is a link to the 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 show information which is going to be November 20th at the Mayflower Club in North Hollywood. Yes. I have uh, two websites that I would like to plug. Uh, one is uh, tabooisland.com. That's where you can find all of my prints. Um you know, for the uh, tiki on a budget, and then Kirby'sIsland.com uh, to get original stuff. My Facebook account, MySpace, uh, Tiki Central links, all that uh, to find my artwork. Yes, go to TikiCentral.com. You can find a lot of uh, pictures of Kirby's art there. Yeah. Just do a search for Kirby. Yes, yeah, so on November twentieth at. The Mayflower Club is the show, and then the show opening is at the Tonga Hut in North Hollywood, for also the down the street on the same street, Victory Boulevard, for the art opening. The next night. Uh, yeah, and there's going to be a lot of cool art there and great cocktails. It'll be up for a week or so. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be awesome. Thank you guys for visiting the Quiet Village, and I'm Thank hungry. You. Let's eat. Let's, Let's eat. eat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now this is the tale of our castaways, they're here.
best of things, it's an uphill climb. The first mate and his skipper too will do their very best to make the others comfortable in the tropic island nest. No phone, no light, no motor cars, not a single luxury. Like Robinson Crusoe, it's primitive as can be. So join us here each week, my friends, you're sure to get a smile from seven stranded castaways here on Gilligan's Island.